Magnum Nutraceuticals is the official supplement partner of Wellness in the Multiverse. They are the only supplements I trust because everything is done with integrity. Not to mention, the formulas are backed by science and they only use the highest quality ingredients. Whether you're looking for 100% isolate protein powder, your favorite daily vitamin performance pack, or a complete pre-workout, Magnum has it covered. Shop Magnum at magnumsoup.com and use my code JOGANGI to save. Good morning, good afternoon, good Monday. I don't know at what time, what day you're listening to this because this is a podcast. Welcome to Wellness in the Multiverse. Today is an important one. It's important because tomorrow is Valentine's Day, February 14th. And it's the day where you will give your heart to someone, hopefully. But you don't want to give a bad heart. You want a healthy heart. You want to give a good heart to the person you love, the person you're in love with. So that's why today I'm sitting with Chief Medical Officer at WebMD, Dr. John White, and we are talking about his upcoming book that's coming out tomorrow, February 14th, about heart. Take control of your heart disease. This is an important one, guys, so stick around, listen to this, and enjoy. Dr. John White. That was formal. That was my it formal was. introduction. I like it. Yes, I know. Uh, Dr. John White, Chief Medical Officer at WebMD. Is that the, the right? Uh, C'est vrai. Yes. We, uh, we will do it in English, but for people, they, they need to know that you do speak some French. Un peu. Un right. peu. Yeah. I, okay. and, and for those that don't know, because some people don't know, I do speak French. I'm born in, yeah, some people don't know that. Born and raised in French. You do speak French, but we'll do it in my second language, which is English. And I want to talk to you uh, today because your book is coming out tomorrow. And you have that book coming out about heart disease. You did books in the past, one on cancer, one on diabetes. Um, first of all, how excited are you? I'm very excited about this new book. As you said, it's on heart disease. It's called Take Control of Your Heart Disease Risk. And, and Jonathan, it's all about what you can do, what you yeah. can do as a listener today. So you're all about health and wellness. Uh, so it's great to be able to spend some time chatting with you today about how we make sure we maximize our heart health. Yes. And I, I'm... Um... Somewhat young, I believe. I think I am. I'm 34. I'm That's young. There. That That's is, very young. Thank very you. Young. Thank you, because I never know. And the further I go, the more old I think I'm, I'm, I'm becoming. But I don't think that my first thinking goes on my heart condition. or, or sure. I, I don't think about that too much. I work out. I, I do my thing. I try to eat. Right, but I'm a lot into wellness and fitness mm -hmm. anyway. Um, so for someone like me or for someone that doesn't work out as much or do mm -hmm. as much, what what's the first step into looking the data of, of our heart and, yeah. and, and the signs of something could be mm -hmm. bad? And, and Jonathan, heart disease is the leading cause of death in North America, in the United States and Canada. Someone dies every minute. And 12% of people who have a heart attack, it's their first heart attack and they don't recover. So sometimes this is this idea of I have a heart attack, there's great technologies out there and there are, but not everyone survives. 
Now, you're in your 30s. Many listeners are in their 30s. I get it. They don't think about their heart. They don't spend too much time thinking about their health. But here's why people need to start thinking about it in their 20s, their 30s, and 40s. For men, they typically have heart disease in their 50s. For women, it's in their 60s, partly because of estrogen uh, and other hormones that protect the heart. But Jonathan, it's our daily lifestyle choices over time that put us at risk for heart disease yeah. in our 50s and 60s. So you can't eat junk food all the time, gain a lot of weight, sit around all day and think, okay, you'll change things when you're you know, 48, 49, or yeah. 50, or when someone tells you you have prediabetes. Yeah. That's not the way we should be thinking. You want to develop these healthy habits now because heart attacks, they may seem like they happen overnight, but they don't happen overnight. Yeah. That uh, obstruction that you have, the closing of the blood vessels, that plaque, that's developing over time. And that's not the only type of heart disease. You know, we're primarily talking about heart attacks, what we call coronary artery disease, but there's also heart failure, there's valve issues, there can be infections of the heart. Um, and genetics does play a role. Yeah. But it's probably only about 20 to 30%. The rest is lifestyle. So it's great that you're working out and I love your Instagram. I know. I post, need I need but... to, to I need to push my 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 brother into doing it now because I'm Here I'm you hearing you and I'm like, he's gonna collapse of bacon. But <laughs> and that doesn't mean I don't want to let people think no. you can never have bacon. But here's the thing, and I said this to a patient earlier today. I want you to have more healthy choices, more healthy days than than unhealthy days. But that means you have five, six good days of the week and maybe one not so good. You can't be eating ice cream four days of the week and think that's healthy choices. And we always think, well, we'll do it later. We'll get healthy later. And then time does go by fast. And all yeah. of a sudden you're 50, you're 55, you might be 45. And you had hypertension, high blood pressure for a long time. You have diabetes. They're gonna put you at increased risk. Yeah. Heart disease. Is there is there too late? Because um as I as you say, it 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 builds up over time. So yeah. is there a moment like, oh, even if I change now, well, why would I care? Because there's there's no it's right. done. What's done no, is done. No, right? no, because the only time it's too late is if you have a heart attack and you die okay. from it. And then you can't recover. But that's why in terms of heart disease, we have in the United States and Canada and around the world, these very extensive cardiac rehab programs. So you're trying to rehabilitate your heart so you can yeah. continue to function and have a good quality of life. Yeah. And everything that you're doing now by building muscle mass, by increasing your cardiovascular capability, those are going to help you later in life. Even if you have that genetic risk yeah it's always going to be which is just 20 20 20 25 so at some point yeah if you can manage that other 75 to 80 percent you're 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 on track and so basically for for me right like today i'm a bit of a fitness freak i work out a lot i okay. do a lot of time so i and i walk a lot i have a puppy and he needs to walk a lot so i'm I don't always think he's a puppy anymore i've seen your dog and i've seen his maturity kind of big. He's what huge, counts as a puppy uh the maturity of, a, of an adult he needs to hit maturity and he's and when's that oh for him it's going to take five years 
minimum. Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if that's true, but okay, that might be a Canadian. That might be a Canadian so thing. I he's think a, it's yeah, good. he's a big dog, but still. How much does he weigh? 80 pounds. Okay, that's a lot of work when you're walking. Is he pulling you or are you pulling No, him? We, had, we had to uh, train him in order okay. for him to not eat me when, okay. when we walk Very because good. he was trying. I'm not saying All that right. lightly. He was trying to eat me. But so well, I he's 80 pounds, not 80, 80 kilos. Yeah. Okay. 40, yeah. 45 something. Kilos. And you're probably like 80 kilo, 80, 90 kilos. I'm 81, something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. He could, yeah. he could cause, yeah, he could cause damage. He, he could be a good workout. He could be he, a good workout. Joe. He is. So, my heart, I mean, is always, you know, rising and I'm mm-hmm. always moving and I'm always doing mm-hmm. some things, but I'm on the other end of things. This is what I do. Uh, some people yeah. haven't started yet. So right. what's what's the one thing if I hadn't started at the moment? What's the one yeah. thing I could do to help myself, you know, in, in the long run? You know, part of it, Jonathan, is a mindset. And what I talk about, you know, in this book, Take Control of Your Heart Disease Risk, is I want you to move away from this idea, especially as we get older, that exercise and being physically active is a nice to have rather than a must have. And often as we get older, we get busier at work, we start our families, it can be hard to find that time to get to the gym or to have time to yourself, but it really needs to be your priority. And everyone doesn't have to go to a gym. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can do at home. You do some virtual training. People yeah. are doing it at their home, so they don't have the transportation time. But a lot of times I tell people it's about even starting with walking. But what I like about walking and what I tell them, Jonathan, is I'd rather them do some power walking, right? Yeah. So instead of walking a leisurely stroll for 40 minutes with a friend or family member, then they're like, why, why am I not losing any weight, Dr. White? I'm like, you have to exert yourself. So yeah. you have to fight. Why don't you, you walk? Right. Yeah, that can work. But if you don't <laughs> have an 80 pound dog, every couple of minutes, you can walk at a much faster pace yeah. for two or three minutes to get that heart pumping, um, to get it going a little, um, the talk test, do you know the talk test in exertion? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the talk test is if you can have that leisurely talk, you're not exerting yourself. If, if no. you're gasping, you're probably exerting yourself too much, but you want that kind of space where you, you don't need to go talk, into an aerobic yeah. capacity but you still go right. in aerobic but in a you know somewhat of a hard to talk moment right and that's easier to understand than these fancy words aerobic anaerobic yeah, stuff like which that is and i know you know air, that and a lot yeah. of your listeners know yeah. that but it's really just an idea and i'll tell you people always say to me is there a pill Is there a pill to prevent heart disease? Is there Mm. a pill to lose weight? And what I say to them is exercise is as close to a magic pill as we have. And there's so many reasons why. It increases your muscle mass. It increases your insulin sensitivity. So you manage glucose better and keeps it at that steady label, steady level. It helps, you know, keep your blood vessels open, which is going to prevent, you know, heart attack and some type of strokes. And it can actually change how our cells function and how they grow. And there's just so many health benefits yeah. of exercise, but we, we tend to dismiss it. And now's about the time of developing 
healthy habits. But it's also, Jonathan, about choosing activities you enjoy. So if if people don't like to go to gym, they don't have to go to gym, but they can still get their heart racing. They can still build muscle mass with resistance training. But choose things you enjoy. You know, it's this time of year that everybody wants to start losing weight, you know, kind of the holidays. And they've missed their New Year's resolutions. And now they're thinking about summer. And they'll always say to me, what about swimming? Like I heard swimming's good. And I'll always say to them, well, do you like swimming? Do you have a pool? Do you live near a pool? Can you you sustain it? Can you, you can't take it? two and a half hours every day yeah. uh, with with transportation and everything. So that's the thing, that mindset to it's not a nice to have. It's a must have and, and try to incorporate it most days of the week. How many how many days a week do you exercise? Uh, I exercise so on Instagram, six... you take off Sunday. I take off Sunday, but I walk. Okay. Yeah, right. I still move. I, I basically I move every day, but yeah. I do exercise and my heart goes higher on the days that that exercise uh, about six days a week. I cannot say that on Sunday, my, I don't, I, I don't pass one thirty, okay. you know, you count beats steps per minute. Um, my watch does. So I, okay. I do over 10,000 steps a day. You know? How many steps you have so far? So far, 10,092. Mm. Right, five thousand one hundred. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you got up earlier than I did. I, I maybe five thirty this morning. Okay. All yeah. Right. This is this, but I have like two walks today. Okay. So far, right. plus I gone on a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Plus my my workouts. It's normal. It it's okay. normal for me at, at at that time. And I'm uh working on my own in mm-hmm. my life, creating mm-hmm. my thing. And I used to have a job where I would clock in clock out and stress was minimum i had no mm-hmm. stress so obviously everything was easier i was stronger faster more alert uh, everything was fine right mm-hmm. then i started working on my own doing my thing becoming a coach um, everything hit the world went to intense level and stress also followed so cortisol is high for most of the time, I have less sleep, less recovery. Um, how does that affect the heart condition of someone, of someone like me, for example, of that? I do work out, I do everything, but my stress is fairly high up most of the time. You just said it all for me. Yeah. You know, there is a mind-body connection yeah. that we really have known for thousands of years, but we often ignore, we especially ignore it in ourselves. And you pointed out about stress. So some stress is good, right? That's our body's response to danger, right? So if there's if there's a, an unknown dog that's approaching you, right? Uh, you're gonna be more alert. You're gonna be able to run faster. You know, if you're in an area of the city where you feel unsafe, you're gonna, you know, shift your bodily response to things that are going to protect you. It's the chronic stress that I'm most concerned about. Mm-hmm. That feeling where people might feel palpitations, they feel anxious, their stomach's upset, they're having problems with bowel movements. It's happening on most days of the week. That is going to impact your heart. And it's not just mumbo jumbo that I'm saying. You pointed out, it's primarily the role of cortisol and some other hormones, the stress hormones. And what they do is cause inflammation in our body. And inflammation is bad. It's at a cellular level. So inflammation in our 
part in our blood vessels is not a good thing. It impacts your blood sugar, it impacts your risk of cancer, and it impacts your risk of heart attack. So that's a, a big concern. And we see it not just in sleep, but also with anxiety. And there's a, a scale called the general anxiety disorder uh, seven, and it's seven questions. And it'll tell you whether you have mild or moderate or severe anxiety. And with sleep, it's several hormones. Cortisol is one of them. Melatonin is another. There's another one called orexin. And when your sleep is disrupted, l- let's be honest, no one feels great after yeah. they haven't slept. And and what do you do when you're sick? You know, we've been in the winter months when you feel sick, what do you do? First thing you do is you come home and you go to sleep. Like you, you instinctively know you need rest. You need that immune yeah. response. So chronic sleep deprivation is going to impact you over time. So it might not impact you as much when you're young as it will. Remember, I mentioned to you, it's those chronic daily choices over yeah. time that puts you at increased risk. And there, there's no sleep bank where, you know, over the weekend that you just sleep more and everything will be. No, I know. I've heard, uh, we, we hear that every day. Oh, Everybody uh, thinks you that. know, I'm, I'm taking back my sleep. I slept 12 hours because yesterday I slept six. That's right. It, no. do, it doesn't, it doesn't no. work like that. I, I wish it did. We all wish it did. Yeah. But sleep has to be more of a priority and, and yeah. that's an issue. Now, the question that could come up, Jonathan, is what's more important? Do you sleep or do you exercise? It's kind of a um, question. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wrote something about that in the past. I said, when in doubt, sleep. Uh, so basic, basically, mm-hmm. yeah, because recover. Well, for me, for me. Yeah, I, yeah I for myself. most people, and yeah. it's about prioritizing. That doesn't mean all the time, but it's about how do you schedule Yeah, we, Yeah, and then it's, it's a matter of not going into the lazy zone of yeah. like, oh, I'm just not motivated. I don't have the energy. Well, if you don't have the energy... Let's look somewhere else than just sleep. Right. Because if you slept 10 hours last night and 10 hours the night before and you don't have energy, mm-hmm. well, don't stay asleep. And sometimes you know? that can mean yeah. other things. That can mean depression, that can mean yeah. thyroid disease. But something that I, I noticed that you and I are similar in is we're schedulers, right? Yeah. So we schedule our day. And that's how we get exercise in. That's how we get in good quality sleep by trying to manage our schedule. So the night before I look at my schedule, the morning of I look at my schedule throughout the day I do. And in many ways for exercise, I put it on my calendar. I just block off some time. It's not every day, but I try to do it several days. And and that's really the key, but certainly anxiety, uh, stress, certainly play a role in in our hearts. Yeah. People that have panic attacks think they have heart attacks. I've mm-hmm. I've learned that in Iron Man mm-hmm. <laughs> because he gets yeah. panic attack. Yeah, I've learned that there. But so how how close are they? Are related? Are they? Can you can you have a? Because I I do know people yeah uh, my age younger than me that do have anxiety and panic sure. attacks, and and it's not uncommon to have. Mm-hmm. So how dangerous is it, and how can they prevent that from from? I saw a young patient last week in the emergency room who came in thinking um, he had a heart attack, but he did not. And we're very good about diagnosing heart attack in the middle of heart attack. I should say that, (laughs) you know, you have to come in, but um, typically with a panic attack, it's, um, you know, it's a surge of adrenaline, right? Uh, It can be a surge of cortisol. So you have a lot of palpitations. You feel your heart racing. 
Um, and sometimes people will think that's a heart attack. It can or cannot be a heart attack. That's not the only symptom. Usually chest pain, chest pressure that's radiating. Um, sometimes we have spasm of blood vessels with panic attacks, right? So then you have some squeezing of the blood vessels where um, blood is going in and out, maybe not at the normal level. So then you're going to have some chest discomfort. So certainly whenever you feel that in palpitations, you should still get checked out and make sure that heart disease is not the underlying cause, especially when we're young, heart disease is coronary artery disease is very uncommon in our twenties and our thirties, but there is a physiologic reason. It's that surge of hormones. It's that spasm of blood vessels that is mimicking what you think could be a heart attack, but yeah. it's not but it's not. That's the important thing. Now, again, it's about these chronic, you know, elevated hormones over time that are going to damage blood vessels, right? That That's the problem that are going to damage heart muscle. Yeah. So it is important to try to get that, you know, under control. Iron Man has a lot of, you know, uh, supplies. Yeah. Help, but, yeah. you know, most of us He's don't. Checked so out. He's checked out the line. Yeah. It's going to be a challenge. And, and those are more, well, they are a physical reaction to a external psychological mm -hmm. action or something that happens, you know, in your mind that just reacts, yeah. you know, physiology. But how how is it, is it more my body that, that will react or is it more my mind I need to control? It's what is both. it exactly? It's, yeah. it's, it's both. There is that mind-body connection. So often when it's truly panic attacks, what we talk about to patients are, how do you deal with anxiety? How do you deal with stress? How do you use mindfulness? A lot of people have learned the practice of mindfulness over the past two years, and that takes practice. Just as you go to the gym and you learn exercises, you just can't go in a room, close the, you know, the lights and say namaste and somehow think that's yeah. mindfulness. It's not. It takes practice. Sometimes there's something called boxed breathing, where you inhale and exhale for a certain amount of time, usually 30 seconds or so, and that can help recenter you. So it is about quieting the brain, because remember, there's that mind-body connection. Yeah. So if you address what's happening in the mind, it's going to impact your body. That's nice. Yeah. On the personal level, since we want to know, how is it to write a book? You, you wrote three. So what's your process in, in going to, let's, let's say you woke up in the morning and you were like, I'm going to write a book about heart disease because I believe it's important. So what was your process? <laughs> it, never, it never is quite like that. So <laughs> as I referenced, I'm a scheduler. So I'm thinking about it for many months. I'm starting to collect materials. I write and rewrite. You know, in my car, I'm thinking about like, how am I going to phrase this? Like people are like, are you going to write another book? And I'm like, I don't know if I'll write another book. But even in my mind, I thought if I write another book, I'm going to write it on gut health at the oh, microbiome, yeah. right? Yeah. So even now I'm starting to think there if I go. do that, that's what I'm going to do. So I see articles and references and, a, yeah. and articles, I'm thinking about it. So it's a long process yeah. um, in terms of writing because I want to make sure I get it right. And the biggest compliment I've gotten from people is they'll say, it sounds like you, it sounds like you're talking to me. And that's kind of how I write because I want people that read it 
to get practical advice and practical tools because patients will come and they'll say, tell me what to eat. Tell me how to exercise. And and that can be challenging because everyone's a a little different, but I try to give them a framework, but I still provide a menu uh, for a month in the book because I'm like, these are things that you can consider, right? And I always say that. And, and some people say, I want to eat everything for breakfast the same day. Or, I'm going to give you 10 options, right? Choose one or two of them that are healthy and use those as your choices in term, instead of highly processed cereal. Yeah. You know, here's an exercise routine. I didn't really know you when I wrote the book. So otherwise I would have contacted you and you could have helped. <laughs> I'll, look it ex- I'll look it up. I'll tell you if it's Design uh... the exercise program. <laughs> but that's for people that can do things at home, you know, yep. with their body weight to get started. But the key is, and you know this, then you start exerting a little more. You start yep. trying, you know, more effort. And I always say to people, oh, then, you know, the recommendations are 150 minutes of exercise every week. A lot of people can't get to that, but you know what? You might be able to start with 10. And then you do 20 and then you do 50. And I've been using, uh, you know, my smartwatch to look on a weekly basis what I'm doing, but I look throughout the week and I'm like, whoa, I need to get more steps in. I need to burn more calories. I need to have more time in my zone range. And that really has helped me uh, to try to get my weight under control because like many people, you know, I've gained weight over the pandemic. So that's something that I want to work on. You're you're using a lot of it. Do you use a lot of that, that? watching technology and data on yourself to, to figure out where I you do. Are. Yeah. So like, I'll look to see on a weekly basis where I'm at in terms of okay. total number of steps, but I also look at calories burned because yeah. I know I want to have more than really 2,600 calories yeah. just based on, you know, what I eat in terms of burning, because I'm going to be in a fat loss. And then, um, I monitor it throughout the week to see. Okay. And I know there are some days when I'm traveling it's worse. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to prepare for this. And then I weigh myself one day a week at the same day on Saturdays around the yeah. same time. And that's my reference point. And I, and I see it's feedback when I exert myself more, I lose weight. And when I'm yeah. eating a lot of cookies at night, uh, I'm gaining weight. <laughs> do, do, do you eat cookies at all? What's, what's I do. Oh, I oh do. My. I eat everything. People think I don't, but I do. It's the moderation. I do that on, on one meal a week two meals okay a week. see all right remember yeah. i said but you're having more healthy days i have more healthy days, days. see but and I'm, that's what's important i'm also wired differently i'm a boring human being uh meaning i can have my the same breakfast every day and i don't mm-hmm. mind it that's not boring have... that's not boring no, you enjoy it you. yeah i do um i change what, things around some what do you some... have for breakfast every i day? have a overnight oats that i do very nice yeah oats scoop of protein Chia seeds, uh, pumpkin seeds. Um, yeah. High in fiber, satiates, yeah. keeps you full, doesn't yeah. cause those high blood sugars. Gives me enough calories to have the energy yeah. to sustain my morning. Uh, all of it. And then and then I go into you know snacks and lunch and dinner. What and are your snacks? My snacks are often uh, fruits or apple most of the time uh, and full of uh, pistachios. Nuts. Um, Nuts. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Those later, healthy fats. Yeah. Also late, promote late satiety. At night, yeah. Late at night, I have my protein uh, scoop because sometimes I'm just busy. So I run around. So mm-hmm. I do I do that. I have. And then uh, what are these cookies that you're eating one day a week? Oh, what are those cookies? Yeah, no, I don't eat them. Once my weakness day. is a butter cookie. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine is a, mine is a uh, bag of chips. Okay, that's not a cookie, but that's that's no, not a good choice. I hope you don't eat not. the whole bag. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Oh yeah, it's a family size. I can go through. <laughs> <laughs> If I open it, I finish it. That's oh that's, my okay. So, so All that's right. why. So 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 my trick is not to buy it. I was If just I, gonna say that. Why do you buy it? Yeah, yeah, my trick is not to buy it. But once, once not. Okay. Every, I don't. I cannot feel once. But you're not quick. doing it every day or every other no, day, and that's no, the key thing. No. Too many times people get into a diet that's overly restrictive, and that's why they don't follow it. But I tell people they're like. What could I start doing today? I say, if you, there's a couple things. You could start replacing all your beverages with water. So if you're drinking juices and soda, you're automatically going to lose weight just because it's fewer calories. Or most people don't eat fish. Only 20% of people in North America eat fish one day a week. The rest, none. So if you replaced one processed meat meal, you know, a hamburger or fast food with fish, That's going to be a better choice. Chock yeah. full of multivitamins, antioxidants, fewer calories. That's a good choice. Yeah. How often do you eat fish? Um, I believe every other day, probably. Okay, see that? Good. You're yeah. doing good. I feel like yeah. we're doing a consult here, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the invoice. But <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think I do it every uh, every other day. Did you get your cholesterol checked? I always recommend to people get your your lipid panel, which this, is your total is, cholesterol. This is where this is LDL, where you'll be mad at me. Okay. This is where you'll be mad at me. I haven't seen a doctor in 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 forever. I think the last time I was I was probably eighteen uh, years old, maybe. Okay, so now uh, you're thirty four, so you you yeah. should get checked out in terms. I know of I should, but here it's we we have a system that doesn't allow us to. It, it's not so easy to have a uh, doctor on hand. So. But I think in twenty years you probably could have found an appointment. So. In twenty years, I probably <laughs> so, could have. Okay. Yes. So I'll take it now for the next twenty years. So okay, fifty-four. I'll be able to schedule one. All right. All right. Well, it's sure. going to be before then because I'm going to check on you. And see <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, my cholesterol is not is is not too too high. Um. What what does that? What's the food or what's the uh, yeah. the thing that brings that high? And our understanding of cholesterol has changed over the years. We yeah. used to think it was all related to food. There certainly is relating to a lot of unhealthy fats, processed yeah. foods, which elevate cholesterol. But there certainly is a genetic component as well, more so than we probably thought. Okay. Uh, so it's that combination. But cholesterol causes plaques in your blood vessels. And that's going to prevent blood from flowing well. It's kind of like a clogged pipe. Yeah. And that's what's causing the problems. But then you have an area of the heart that doesn't get blood supply. And then it dies off. And then you don't get blood supply to vital organs. And then you have a heart attack. That, that's the issue with cholesterol. So cholesterol is a major risk factor for heart disease. And it's good to have it measured. If you're 20, if you're in your 20s, you may not need it measured, but certainly as you approach your 30s, your mid 30s, it's good to get a baseline and get that checked because there are have... some inherited disorders that cause high blood. So blood. so basically you you kind of look at your family tree, like who in my family has it? Am well, I not really? I don't know if they're going to remember. <laughs> it depends, <laughs> it, it depends at what age. It's also just easy to get yeah. a, a blood test as well. Is there any sign that could happen? I, I don't know. When like, people I'm have tired very or... when people have very high cholesterol or high triglycerides, sometimes they get little fatty deposits around certain areas of their eye or certain areas of the skin, xanthomas. That's pretty unusual, um, and and that's why that's a problem with heart disease. People don't get it measured, yeah. right? We should also know your blood pressure. Have you been checking your blood pressure? Do yeah, 
Yeah, that okay. I check. Yeah, I, I I have the blood pressure of an athlete. So that's good. <laughs> How do you check it? Uh, I had a uh, sinusitis a couple uh, months ago, mm-hmm. so the doctor checked it and it was like, "You good to go?" So, that, that so doesn't yeah. Count one time <laughs> in the doctor's office. That doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'll have to to to. You find. can get a machine. Yeah, I need to get one. They have some. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No one can see. I'm showing. Jonathan, no, blood pressure machine. no, but yeah. it's a blood pressure machine, one twenty over eighty. Very good. That'd be good. Yeah, that that that'd be that that'd be good. I I don't remember what where I am, okay. but I am a bit. I'm I'm very close to. Uh, All right. To that we'll check. Range. We'll check next. We'll check. I see you next. Yes. We'll we'll we'll, we'll check. I'm trying. I'm trying to be superhero levels here. So obviously. And they have normal blood pressure, I think. They, I'm pretty sure they do. So, so they're stressed. They're stressed, and they have panic attacks. They, so they they, they have they high. They, they might have, have high blood yes. pressure, but yeah. it might be treated. So <laughs> we'll have to find out. They, they they are checked out. So who um, who's your favorite superhero? I know you probably don't follow them as much as I do, but you've been a kid, and mm-hmm. you have kids around the mm-hmm. house. Uh, it was your your son's. Older son, tense birthday. Yes, 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 yes. So he, thank you. He actually really likes Iron Man. Oh yeah. Uh, so he's a big fan of Iron Man. I'm actually a big fan. I always liked Superman. Yeah. Um, and I also like the Flash. Uh, yeah. One of my friends played the Flash a long time ago in <laughs> the TV show. A gentleman named John Wesley Ship. Um, now he plays the Flash's father on TV. Yeah. Uh, Jay Garrick. Like, yes, but I like. The Flash, I always liked, um, but Superman. I wasn't always a huge Batman fan. No. I liked him a bit. I liked Superman more. Um, what was it in Superman that you liked more? Is it the morals? Is it the, the power? I think it's the, the morals. I think it's yeah. the the power, the number of superpowers that yeah. he has, the speed. Um, he seems less conflicted than like a Batman, especially yeah. in recent, you know, um, uh, versions in the movies mm-hmm. now now how about yours well it's like asking for my favorite child um i i'd say superman is clearly up there mm-hmm. um i think mostly for yeah for for the his human side yeah mostly, and the fact that he's, he keeps everything in check uh what about hides, that secret identity that's that's the thing right it could it, it could only be that or it could only be superman Mm-hmm. Uh, but he chose to have both and that secret yeah. identity helps him understand more human condition and mm-hmm. i think he like i think he loves a lot the the human first and because he could be everything he could sure. he could rule the world tomorrow morning in his world mm-hmm. not ours unless he's here somewhere but he could he could rule the world tomorrow morning but he chooses not to he just chooses to help like Sure. Yeah, and and I mean he's busy. Mm-hmm. He's busy. He hears everything. Sees everything. So at some point you have to choose what you're gonna save, who you're gonna save, what right. you're gonna do. Um, it it you have to have high morals. You have to have good conscience. Uh, I think that's a, that's mostly what I like about him. Okay. Uh, that's a, that's a big part of what I like about him. Mm-hmm. Not only just the power. It's, that's always fun to see. You know. Sure someone lift a planet because mm-hmm. uh, he did bench press a planet yes uh, which is i mean i i can't just how much are you how much are you bench pressing nowadays not the planet um okay. yeah i've lost i've lost strength i have, a, I have an impingement in my shoulder uh okay. so i'm 
That's because you've done it too often. Probably. So I'm two, uh, 275, close to, yeah, close to 300, one max. All right. All right. It's not too bad, but it's not what it's it's used to be. I used to be younger. I used to have goals have changed. Goals, right. have goals changed. have changed. And that's what um, we have to think about in terms of exercise yeah. as well. How our goals change and how we're responsive to or, you know, our body as well. So good yeah. point. My stress is higher. Mm -hmm. My workouts are, are less focused. All right, uh, we're going to have to work on that. We have a lot gonna, to work we, on. Oh, I'm, I'm a case. I'm a case. But that's also the thing, right? And it's mm -hmm. also the thing that, that, that people need to take in consideration and know is that no one you see online and the one you see over the internet or whatever you think are mm -hmm. almighty or, oh, he, he doesn't miss a day and everything is fine. Nah. That's I mean, right. most people have the same struggle. Most people have the same mm -hmm. The same thing is happening in their lives. The, the stress, the work, the 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 consequences of not working out. The, sure. And so, well, yeah, it's it's it, it's all part. It's all part of it. Your book is coming out tomorrow. Yes, it is. Yeah. Take control of your heart disease risk. How can I get it? You can order it on Amazon at where most people get their books, but it's also <laughs> yes. at, at Barnes and Noble and and all booksellers. Uh, across North America and the rest of the world. I'll, I'll get on that. I'll get the people on that as well. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Jonathan. Thanks thank for Thank you for me. your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to know more about how I can help you make fitness a sustainable lifestyle, you can reach out to me on any social media platform at Joe Gangi Trainer. Thanks again. Till next time.